0: So this morning, we are so blessed to hear from Jimmy Moore, the class of 1992. Jimmy earned a scholarship to play basketball at LCU in 1986. After graduating, he established himself as a teacher, the LCU's athletic director, and a public administrator from 1993 to 2016. He now serves as the CEO of the Children's Home of Lubbock and has for the past seven years. He has served as a deacon and an elder in his church, and he and his wife Shelly have two children, Jalen and Jada, and they have five beautiful grandchildren. Jimmy has an impressive skill set, a lot of wisdom, and a history of proven leadership. Please help me welcome Jimmy Moore. Well, good morning! And you're probably going, this guy is crazy. Well, first of all, I have no idea who Lisa just introduced. uh, But I thank you. I thank you for allowing me to be here. Uh, This is home. This is my home away from home. And you heard that gap about six years. I started in 86 and finished in 92. I always have to explain that. It's not because I just couldn't do it. It's because I decided to go into law enforcement after year four And I had to go into academy for a year, and it stopped me from finishing school. And I remember a gentleman by the name of Larry Rogers saying, Jimmy, if you leave now, you will not finish. And he gave me some hope. He gave me some motivation, because I've always been one of those to prove that what you say, I'm going to do the opposite. And so I'm an introverted nature, so for me to get up here and scream at you and just look at you is awkward. So... Thank you once again for having me. Well, what could I say about today? I could say that God's been good to me. I could say that I met my beautiful wife here, and this is where the legacy started. Or I could talk to you about this is where I found out true forgiveness and how to actually give. Uh, I learned that here. Those are some traits. So whenever I stepped back on this campus, as I was coming in, I was looking at the trees I used to work maintenance in the summer, and that's back before automated sprinkler systems. I was the automated sprinkler system. Uh, So I moved irrigation lines, I moved water hose from tree to tree, and I watched things develop on this campus. I actually roofed, if you want to call it that. That's probably why it leaked all the time. The admin building for many years, trying to patch holes Uh, to this day, if you still have problems, it was probably because of me. I had no idea what I was doing, but I learned a lot of lessons. Some of those lessons came from individuals who had no idea at the time that they were dealing with a Jimmy Moore who was broken, a Jimmy Moore who could not really give uh, because I felt like I didn't have that to give, a guy who felt like he could not be forgiven, a guy who had grown up without a dad because In domestic violence in a household that I love my parents in, one of the parents killed the other uh, because of violence. So when you hear the Children's Home of Lubbock and you look at me now, you'll probably go, that's why. That's why he probably serves uh, kids. And, And it's more than that. It's because I believe that's what God has called us to do. I believe that God has been so generous to us. Uh, Like I said before, there's faces I see when I step on this campus that's no longer on this earth uh, that did this very same thing for me. In Proverbs 11, chapter 25, I mean, Proverbs 11, 25, verse 25, it says, A generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. I felt like there was a lot of folks who were refreshing or freshening up people like me at that time who did not know my story. But they love me unconditionally. They listen to the moans and the groans. And not only that, they are a part of me, part of my DNA that I believe today. And that's to be a follower of Christ and to do the things that God has called us to do. What else can I remember? I can remember this is a place that, that uh, was not only giving, uh, as I said before, but forgiving. I remember being accused of things that I didn't do, and people would come to my aid, and it was always proven that I didn't do them. I'm always one of those, I've always been one of those guys who tried to keep his nose clean, who was very transparent, who wanted to have courageous and critical conversation because I would want that for myself. And I remember being in the library studying. Yes, I used to study. It was finals week. And someone came to me and said, Jimmy, uh, we need to see you. And if you remember Forrest, for some of you people that's been here for a while, he was running the bookstore. And when I made it around the corner with Coach Copeland, who I had actually been accused of stealing books here on this campus. And I got around to the corner, and I remember Forrest Whitlow saying, that's not the guy. And, man, I was like, I had no idea why I was even going. Uh, But people who were forgiving, people who, and he forget, you know, he said, Jimmy, I'm so sorry that they thought it was you. To this day, I'm friends with Forrest, uh, will be to the day I leave this earth. People like Mickey, Miss Mickey, who was very generous knowing that I was going to uh, the academy and I was very tired from working day after day after day, working 12-hour shifts, who would allow me to come in and at times doze off in her class but was gentle enough to come tap me on the shoulder to wake me up because I was determined to finish. So what is this that i talk about when I say forgiving? Just like the Israelites, Uh, you know i believe that they wandered the desert like you have read and i have read for years and you know what did they come away with we know that there was a lot of bickering there was a lot of please god why don't you bring us here take us back home but in the midst of all our mistakes our impossibilities that we have upon ourselves god has always provided his people a home and that's what i feel about being here he leads us to places for experiences That's what I witness here. And best of all, he offers generosity, regardless of what situations or what we've gotten ourselves into. That's what I feel about Lubbock Christian University. Now, I don't want this to be a morbid speech, because at the end of it all, I stand here today, a guy who came into an institution at that time who was broken, who who went through depression on this campus as a freshman. So you start admitting these things when you get older because you realize what depression is and you realize what trauma is. And I went through all that not knowing that I had all my guardian angels here on campus, people who would mold me and ask, you know, allow me to lift my head up, times when I wanted to cry that they were there for me. That's what Lubbock Christian University represents to me. It represents a place called home. And what have I learned through that? I've learned that I have to refresh myself by giving to others, by giving, whether it's my times, my skill set, or whatever it may be, sometimes money, that I learned that here. You know, I'm so much reminded every time I step onto this campus and how it originated years and years ago, just like the children Home of Lubbock. You know, in Acts chapter 4, you had a community of believers who were fired up and ready to get something and make things happen. To the point that they sold all their possessions. And it became all as one. And they gave those possessions and the things that they sold to the apostles. And the apostles made sure that people who were without were in need. Was granted the need that they, uh, the hold of the void that they needed. I am so much reminded of that every time I step on this campus. Because I was a poor little guy coming from a little dirt town. And all I knew was I wanted to do better. And it took people like from the business office, financial aid office, athletic office, biology department, science. You name. I'm just thinking about everybody who were involved. And it was a community. And they gave up some things at times in order to help Jimmy Moore succeed and to become something in life. So, tonight, so today you look at this guy, and he stands here with a suit on which I rarely wear anymore, to be honest with you. Ties, you know, I gave away about 80 ties the other day, and I still have 40. Couldn't let them go. But a guy who never thought he would be in the business sector of the world or anybody would uh, would want to listen to, to a guy today who goes to Austin to talk to legislators, a guy who talks to federal court judges and monitors about the state of child care, a guy who not only when he leaves here today, we'll stop and visit donors along the path in Abilene who have been legacy givers to the Children's Home of Lubbock for so many years, but not only that, people who still have a connection to your precious university here. So I want to leave you with this challenge and this charge. You know, I think there's a lot of times we come here and we want something in return. You know, I came here wanting, wanting something, and it was a piece of paper. It was a diploma. I left here wanting to be able to provide not only to this university, but to those who were fellow believers and those who have not heard the word of Jesus, the words of Jesus Christ. So today, I can tell you this. Not only did I come here, but my kids came through this university. They are both in the medical field. One is in Hawaii. I don't know why, but he's there. I think he's running from his mom, but anyway... Uh, And I have a daughter who finished her master's of nursing here at this university as well. I am guaranteed that their kids will probably follow the legacy and attend this university as, as well. I grew up in a home where education was not pushed, but I made it here. They grew up in a home where I didn't have to talk about education, but they knew it innately or through the body movements and the things that we did and the things that we taught that they needed an education. I am just pleasantly surprised today that when I look at my son and I look at all the attributes of what it is to be a Christian uh, in a world that sometimes tells us we don't want you around, how he stands firm and what he does. I have to tell this story because I tell it all the time, but you know, one of the proudest moments as a parent now and as a grandparent is when your kid chooses to follow Christ over everything else that's happening in the world. My son was blessed enough to have a little athletic ability, but not in basketball. Sorry. It was in football, and the LCU didn't have football. So he took off, and he went to Midwestern State where he played football. He caught his first touchdown pass uh, at AT&T Stadium or Cowboy Stadium, whatever we call it, call it as a freshman. And, we, and my wife looked at me, and we were like, this kid's going to be somebody in football. We couldn't believe it. And we were just so happy for him. He called me one summer. And he wanted to go on a mission trip. The mission trip he wanted to attend was the guy who baptized me into Christ, the guy who paid for my fees to be here at Love Christian University in 1986, named Tony Malden. And he says, I want to go with Paw Paw. I want to go on this mission trip and help other people. And I blessed him and I said, hey, I'm good with that. He said, but dad, here's the situation. My coach would not allow me to go. He actually said, if I go, I could lose my starting position but not only that, Dad, he said, if I go, I may not be on scholarship any longer. And the words of the spirit that I could not have chosen, but I know that God laid on my heart was, son, I raised you to be a Christian young man, not a football player. Where did that come from? A guy who thought athletics was the whole world when I was younger, Told, blessed my son with the words, I raised you to be a Christian young man. He gave up football, went on the mission trip. He's been back to Africa five times. I was fortunate enough to go with him this last trip. Uh, I'm in line to take over that ministry, but I think there's a biblical story that says it should be my son and not me, and I should support him. But we'll get there when we get there. That all started here at this university. That's what it boils down to, learning to give And learning to forgive. So if you're out there today. And you're thinking in your mind. That I'm just here to get an education. That I'm out of here. And I will no longer be attached to this university. Or people that are sitting next to me. You're wrong. God has much bigger plans than that piece of paper. God has plans for you. To give back to others. Give to this university. And be refreshed in yourself. good thing about it is. I've learned that by giving my mental health and everything else about what I do flows so much better when you give. Because guess what? You're not going to be able to take it with you. I'm looking out there right now, and there's some of you who are going to do real well. and there's some of you who are going to struggle. Okay? Let's just be real. But if you do not learn during those struggles what it takes. To be what we have called this whole time of being in, in the hands of God and being Christians. Then you hadn't learned anything. So take opportunity today to face whatever trial, whatever tribulation, whatever hurt, whatever pain, whatever someone has trespassed against you, being able to go back and forgive them. Because guess what? You're carrying that yourself. They're not carrying it. Take care of yourself. And God will definitely take care of you. So I thank you, and I'm going to end us with a prayer, and then I will dismiss because, you know, I can't just say, bye, we're done. Let us pray. Let us pray. Our Father, we thank you so much. Lord, we thank you for the times that we're uh, in the valleys, that we can look up and know that our strength comes from you. Lord, those experiences only call us and call for us to be better folks and to show the world that we are different. Lord, I thank you for this university. Uh, I thank you for each and every opportunity that I had to serve in different capacities. Lord, I look out at this audience, and I thank you for each and every individual here. Thank you so much, Lord, for taking care of us. Thank you for being there in the times of trials and tribulations. We thank you for everything you give us. We thank you for everything there is to come. But most importantly, we look forward to the day that we can see you face to face. We thank you. We love you. In Jesus' name we do pray amen trinity cotton hello i forgot you were here i always want to talk about my cousins